Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show, the big show, the most important and critically acclaimed podcast, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Here we are in our car. We are heading towards an event today we're going to be covering. And uh, welcome to the show. We got a mystery. We got a reverse mystery episode today because I do not know what the subject of the episode is today. But she does because she wrote an article for 3PY for you last night and this morning. And I have no idea what it's about. <laughs> she probably told me, but that would, you know, that would mean I would have to be listening to her. And that's probably, you know, well, chances let's are not, not stretch good things. for that. <laughs> let's, not, let's not have unrealistic expectations here. So, take it away. It's about drug reactions. Because a lot of people have taken to using I have an allergy as a catch-all term for I don't react well to that substance for some reason. Sometimes it's because they you know, people will do it at restaurants because they don't want to eat gluten. So they tell people they're allergic to gluten. Or sometimes they'll really think they're allergic to a drug because they took the antibiotic and they got diarrhea from it. So they think they're allergic to it. <laughs> yeah, uh-oh. Imagine that. <laughs> Happens a lot with antibiotics. So I was reading Alton's Antibiotics and Infectious Disease book. By Dr. Bones and Amy. Doom and Bloom. Doom. Who are actual physicians. I am not one. I think you're talking uh, he's about a, an actual anyway, physician. Yeah. Dr. Alton and, and Amy Alton. She is a nurse. Yeah. So they're both actual treating medical people, and I am not. But I read a lot of the medical literature, and he, he said something that, that spoke to me, and I thought needed to be shared more widely. And it was about knowing whether the reaction you, reactions you have to drugs, the adverse reactions, knowing if they're allergies or if they're just some other kind of adverse reaction like a side effect or a drug interaction. And the reason it's important is because allergies can kill you. So taking a drug you are actually allergic to, if it's the kind of allergy that causes anaphylactic shock, can just kill you dead. And in that case, the cure is definitely worse than the disease, and you, or I at least, wouldn't absolutely not want to take that drug. If I'd had an anaphylactic-type allergic reaction to it, even if it was a mild anaphylactic-type reaction, I wouldn't be going near that drug again, at least, without a whole bunch of medical support behind me, even if the situation was dire. But if you're in a low-medical-access situation, you might not have a whole ton of choices for what you take. And if you need medical treatment, and the only one available is something you've had a bad reaction to... You might need to know whether it was a real allergy or whether it was something else, because that can affect the calculus of whether or not it's a good bet to take that drug again. Now, I'm just a layperson, but here's one thing I know from working for many years in the field that I work in, in all of the fields that I work in. Isolating the problem is often both difficult and the only real way you figure out if the if what you suspect the problem is, is actually the problem. For example, um, I'll just use a, a computer terms. Well, it won't tur- the computer won't turn on. Well, what you have to do is you start down basically a set checklist of this, 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 to make sure that, you know, 
you start checking the problems off the list. And then once you find the suspected problem, if it doesn't just magically fix and you're there, like, for example, it's plugged in, you plug it in, it works, okay, you're done. What you can do is you can work around to make sure that you have isolated what the problem was. You can replace that part with a different part. It kicks on, you put the part back in just to make sure that it was a bad part. It fails again, okay, you have isolated the problem. I would assume that isolating the problem with allergies is a really kind of pain in the sort of thing sometimes. Yeah, because a lot of adverse drug reactions, they can look kind of similar, whether they are a side effect or an allergy in some cases. But it's important to know which one's which because you treat them completely differently. Avoidance is the only real answer we have for allergies other than the regular allergy shots that desensitize you to it, and that's not really something that's a very grid-down answer. So avoidance ends up being the best answer if it is if it, of a danger. But one of the good things is, if you have, for example, an allergy to penicillin or penicillin derivatives, you know this, if you know this, I'm saying, then you don't stock penicillin-type drugs you for you. I'm pulling over. Pulling yeah. over. I was wondering why those flashing lights were on. Was a siren? Oh, volunteer fire department. Firehouse. Probably somebody yeah, else that's responding a police officer. to the That one's got real flashy lights. In fact, I think I am... See how close that guy's gotten. There he is. To pull over. And let him get past. I'm pulling off the road. Now, if you know you're allergic to psyllins, then you stock more of other things that are not psyllins. And you also hit the literature before you do your stocking to see who else in penicillin's family. Because most of them have the name psyllin in them, but not all of them. Especially not all the generic trade name. Right. Now, one thing to keep in mind is you, you want to stock things for you if you are the allergic person. But it's okay to stock things that are psyllins for other people who are not allergic to. But just realize that this is, this is I need to have something else for me that may possibly work. And of course, this, we're getting way in beyond the scope of... <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to do more on antibiotic choices later after I've studied more on the subject. Uh, another thing, too, this is a kind of a side. If you know you are allergic to something or have bad reactions, it may not be allergic, but you may have bad reactions, um, make sure you know what they were. Isolate them. For example, I've had surgery <laughs> too many times now. And one of the things I know is that the uh, anesthesia that they typically give me, and since it's in my radical records and they know I don't have allergies to it, it's to use the same one over and over again. But it does cause me um, nausea. Nausea. But we know this. So I make sure that I always tell the anesthesiologist all, all the thousands of times that I get to talk to them that I have really bad nausea with that anesthesia. Other than that, it works perfectly. And it makes them not happy, but you never make an anesthesiologist happy, but... Anyway. And you can st stack the anti-nausea <clears throat> anti drug when you get the anesthetic. And then I'm fine. Yeah. So Loopy, but fine. Knowing what the real problem is is important. Uh, knowing what the real drug is is important. And so, so does knowing what kind of reaction it is. Because you've got the allergies. 
and you really don't have an allergy unless you've been exposed to that molecule or a molecule very much like it before. Nobody dies of an allergy the first time they get exposed to something. You, Because here's an analogy I, I use a lot because I, I think it works very well. You see a mosquito land on the head of a child, and you do not wish the mosquito to be on the head of a child. That's not a good place for a mosquito. So you smash it with a hammer. That is an allergy. Your immune system is supposed to defend you from things that aren't you. Things that are not you but are not terribly harmful, it's still supposed to remove, but it's not supposed to get super aggressive about it. When it does get super aggressive about it, the immune system itself causes you more problem than the non-self thing did, and you have an allergy. Pro tip, never hit the head of a child with a hammer yeah, for any yeah. reason. Let the mosquito bite it first if, it's, if that's going to be the thing. You know, this is, this is a thought exercise Hitting a mosquito only. with a hammer? If you can do it, not a problem. As long as that's not on a child at the time. Do not hit children with hammers. Ever. Ever. (laughs) Firm rule. Pro tip. Okay. So you have to get exposed to something to teach your immune system what it looks like and give your immune system time to work up a whole bunch of cells that totally despise that particular molecule before you can have this super aggressive, dangerous reaction potentially dangerous reaction we call an allergy and there are different sorts of allergies and some sorts don't get worse than the stuffy nose a little bit of stomach upset variety and some sorts the anaphylactic sort can flat out kill you in a few minutes so which sort of allergy you're having is also a useful to know but there are other kinds of drug reactions that often get mistaken for allergies one is side effects every drug that i've ever heard of has side effects If you take aspirin for a headache, it tends to make you bleed more, and that's a side effect. If you take aspirin every day to help discourage clotting so you don't have a heart attack, you're less likely to get a a headache, and that, too, is a side effect. That whole question about how does the drug know to go where it hurts, it doesn't. It's a stupid little molecule. It goes all over the place in the bloodstream, and wherever its particular biochemical reactions are happening, it does whatever it does with that set of reactions. Sometimes that's the effect you wanted, and sometimes it's something else. If it's something else, it's a side effect. Not all of them are bad, but mostly. But some of them are very effective and good side effects. And that's beyond the pale of what we're talking about today. But, you know, you used for years the drug because of its side effect, not because... Yeah. (laughs) But it was... It was was an off-label use because it was meant to stop seizures, but... It was noticed when they were giving it to people to stop seizures that it also had the effect of stopping, okay, hot flashes. And uh, chemotherapy treatment can give women um, supersized monster hot flashes that destroy your ability to sleep without thinking you're in a burning building. So some side effects are good. But if you're having a good side effect, you don't have a problem. Just roll with it and you're fine. That's right. Now, here's a, here's a... One thing I wish, I wish we had available to us a physiologist. Oh, wait. Spice Somebody who hand. could explain in a brief, short amount of time to those who may not know exactly what it is, what exactly, and that does not include me, I know what it is, because <laughs> <laughs> I've heard this many, <laughs> many times. But what exactly, bad, I wonder what it. exactly is an allergic reaction, what it actually is. I wish we had a physiologist around who could explain. That's when 
the non-self molecule comes, oh, wait, 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 wait. comes we, in. Do we? I think he knows. He's seen me over here like a Labrador retriever that's been invited to go for a walk. Oh, I can do that. I can no, do that. No, this is, this is more <laughs> like, I've got your ball. I'm going to throw your tennis ball into that lake over there. Are you ready? This poor human it? would lose so many tennis balls if I were not here to rescue him. <laughs> go ahead. So, yeah, you get exposed to the molecule the first time. You happen to have a few white blood cells randomly produced to defend against it because you've got a few white blood cells randomly produced to defend against pretty much every dang thing you could come across that's not you. So it's not a very dangerous thing, but for some reason something goes wrong with your control systems and your immune system reacts like it is a really dangerous thing. It produces a whole bunch of really aggressive cells. And you get rid of that molecule for a while, and those cells live a long time. So at some later point, you get exposed to the same molecule again, and the reaction you set in place the first time kicks into high gear in a very short period of time, and it, in the process of vigorously destroying that molecule, it causes a lot of reactions that are somewhat harmful to the host. Now, the immune system, as a general rule, is supremely unconcerned about collateral damage. It damages your tissues all the time in the process of getting rid of invaders. And it doesn't care. Not a bit. That's a cost of doing business as far as it's concerned. It's going to cause some damage to you, but as long as it gets rid of the invader, it's happy. Don't yeah, don't. I see a smoke Jay Cutler a meme Jay coming. Cutler meme. <laughs> don't care. Yeah, the immune system does not care like about collateral damage. And when you've got an allergy, basically all the damage is collateral damage from the That non-self molecule wasn't really doing any harm, but your immune system thought it was, and it got so aggressive about it, it'll tear you up and potentially... You! You're out of here! You are the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> remember that show? Yeah, I do. Yeah, we don't watch much TV, but I remember that, that, that one. You are the weakest link. Goodbye. Dang. I don't remember anything else about the show, but that's okay. I'm probably not missing much. All right. Anyway, pressing ground along. So those are allergic reactions. But you also... Did you see the firing, the fire thing in that bank? The fire thing. I did not. Oh, well, yeah, they, it had fire on, on its little bank sign. But, wow. That was cool. I know the uh, rural fire department here is having a volunteer charity money collection event. I wonder if that has anything to do with allergies. It probably doesn't. System. Oh. Okay. So to get back on topic, <laughs> sorry, you have side effects, which are unintended consequences of the drugs, but side effects do not reliably show up for every drug all the time. Every drug has the potential to cause some. In many cases, the same drug will cause the side effect in some people, but not others. It will cause re reactions at some doses, but not lower doses. It may cause adverse reactions when you've taken it for a long time, but not when you take it for a short time. So it's not completely predictable what side effects you're going to get, but there's always a relation between which drug it is and which side effects show up with it. And that's known information. You can read about that drug now, while Google is at your fingertips, and figure out what side effects may accompany that drug. And if those show up and they don't look like an allergic reaction, then you're having a side effect and not an allergic reaction. Side effects are generally much less dangerous and much easier to get rid of by stopping the drug than allergic reactions are. So if it's a side effect, maybe you can get rid of it just by cutting the dose down. 
Maybe you can live with it. Maybe you can manage it. But it's not necessarily a it-would-be-really-stupid-to-take-this-drug-ever-again situation. And then there's drug interactions, where the only reason you had a bad reaction when you took this thing is because you were also taking this other thing at the same time, and the two did not work and play well together. And there's not only drug interaction. There are, there are drug and supplement interactions. We just uh, posted an article that she did on uh, when vitamins and drugs don't play well together yeah. and antibiotics. Sometimes they don't play well together, and sometimes they do. So, you know, it, what can, it could look like an allergy, but it's really just a bad interaction between a vitamin and a antibiotic. By the way, just to be clear, if in doubt, skip the vitamins, take the antibiotics. Yeah, if, and if in doubt. There are few situations where taking a vitamin is a short-term necessity. Very few situations. And the same is not true for some drugs. I gotta admit, what he said is perfectly correct. But in my mind, there's not a difference there because when I hear supplement, I hear drug that is not of known concentration and regulated by the FDA. Because either there's really nothing isn't useful. A drug. True. Some of those supplements, right. like St. John's Wort, it's a valuable yeah, supplement. Yeah, that is a drug. And yeah, that's a drug. St. John's Wort is a drug. It's a drug, but it doesn't have to be sold as a drug because the FDA's rule weird for that, basically. St. John's uh, Word so. is one of those things asked in article. Yes. It, we have do actually have one on St. John's Word. But not the podcast. Yeah, and it's been a while. Yeah, we may but. revisit St. John's Word. But anyway, pressing right along. One more. So it may be an interaction question. And interaction questions are, are problems are usually the easiest to solve because it's often possible to just stop one or the other of the two things that are interacting. So that may be the thing. And there are other kinds of drug reactions, but those are the three most common types of the side effects, the interactions, and the allergies. And only one of those is a pretty firm avoidance strategy is the best way to go. So if you know which of those things you're looking at, you have a better idea of how to proceed if you don't have a lot of choices over what drug to take when you really need a drug. One last thing I probably ought to mention, how do you know when it is an allergic reaction? Um, it can be hard to tell precisely, but there are some things you look out for. Particularly, I'm going to mention the ones associated with the most dangerous of the allergic reactions, the anaphylactic reactions. Fish face? You can get fish face if you eat it because it makes your lips swell up fish and your face. tongue swell up. Fish face. And everything starts getting kind of tingly burny because your nerves are being generically activated and your brain doesn't know what to make of it. And your throat swells up. You look like a, you look like an eel. Yeah, and your eyes kind of bug might out start a to look bit. like a purple eel because your throat closes up enough it can suffocate you. Oh, your airways by the can way, squeeze shut. This sticking a pin in somebody's throat, don't do that. Yeah, that's a Hollywood thing. That's a Hollywood thing. Don't do that. If you know how to do to do a tracheostomy, yeah, then you know how to do a tracheostomy. Don't try and get the information from a, a movie with and a big pen. If you don't know how to do one, <laughs> don't do one. Yeah, uh, because that, that becomes, they might survive. That moves, yeah, that it. moves from from uh, helping somebody out to attempted murder. So yeah, really don't do that. <laughs> Neg- uh, manslaughter, I would say. So you were trying to say attempted manslaughter. Yeah. Or manslaughter, manslaughter, depending on whether you actually kill them or not. Yeah. So don't do that. 
Yeah. Well, You'll figure that out when you... Many Hollywood no, no, I don't need, to, don't need to go into that explanation. So, anaphylactic reactions. Those uh, swelly, tingly reactions might be anaphylactic reactions. Uh, airways constrict, so you feel like you're laboring to pull every breath in, and it whistles, like you're trying to suck air through a thin little coffee stirring straw, because your airways have narrowed, and you're basically trying to suck your air in through this really thin... Uh, uh, heart rate gets really fast. Blood pressure drops. You can have these really dramatic color changes because when it first happens, you get this flush because blood vessels getting wide or open is part of the allergic reaction. So you can see somebody flush this really bright red color when the allergic reaction first comes on. And then their blood pressure does this terrible nosedive because all the blood vessels have opened up. You've got a lot more pipes, not any more blood to put them in. The pressure goes way down. And that blood pressure drop is actually life-threatening. Your blood pressure control system notices the blood pressure is dropping in the tank, tries to bring it back up by causing this really strong stress reaction. So you might get surface vasoconstriction again, where everything that was bright red suddenly turns white as all the surface vessels constrict. The pulse gets really rapid because the stress reaction is doing that. You have what has been described as a feeling of imminent doom. It tends to cause panic attacks. I personally think a feeling of imminent doom when you're in the middle of an anaphylactic reaction is not inappropriate. But it's not ter terribly helpful either, to be honest with you. A person may faint because they're not getting enough blood flow to their head. So the difficulties with breathing, the blood pressure dropping really low, the faintness, the pulse getting really rapid, they'll break a cold sweat because that's part of the stress reaction. Their pupils dilate because that's part of the stress reaction. Uh, feeling of anxiousness. All of those guys are a sign of anaphylactic reactions. And if I had any hint of those when I was exposed to a molecule, I would be avoiding that molecule in the future. But that's just me. I don't give medical advice. So that's basically what I had. How to tell which kind of, of adverse reaction you're having. And... Decide what to do based on the kind of adverse reaction instead of just assuming everything's an allergy, because a lot of times they're not. If you ask people if what they are allergic to and then test them to see what they're actually allergic to, people are really allergic to about one-third of the things they because they're having other kinds of adverse reactions. Or they've read something in the Internet and talked themselves into the fact that their fatigue and lack of energy is somehow an allergy to some food they ate. Probably isn't. I think we're going to have a uh, a creature feature ending for this podcast. You ready for it? Born ready. When the monster dies, roll the credits. So, <laughs> so I think the the critter just died. The we're going to roll died. the credits. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. If you like what you hear, share it. Uh, please give us a rating on uh, iTunes or Stitcher or whatever conglomerator that you listen to podcast. If you listen to it on our website, please give us a thumbs up on the on the like button, and we'll catch you the next time. Thanks a lot. Oh, yes, and if you like what you hear, we like what you see, subscribe to the podcast, and you can subscribe to the website by going up to the... Uh, Beans, uh, bullets, com. Right, and at the upper right-hand corner up there, you said uh, subscribe to the website, and you can actually get all of our stuff, all of our articles, anyway, that uh, we publish. You can get them via email. 
And we don't give your email address to anybody. No, we don't. Nor do we bombard you trying to sell you a bunch of junk. And if you'd like to see, we do have a privacy notice on our website. If you'd like to see exactly what we do with your information, basically we don't do anything with your information except for email you the occasional thing. It's written in plain English. You can sign up for our, you can sign up for our newsletter. I don't really do the newsletter very often, one to two, one to two a month. And basically it's just this is what we've been doing. Um, but I highly recommend it. And I think that'll catch it. So for now, thank you for listening and bye-bye.